Previously, on Unbalanced Encounters. In the middle of that patch, you see a pair of sandals. What happened here is that this pair of sandals stepped in this paint, took one step, and then vanished. He was also at the wrestling match. In the crowd, you glance down, boom, there are the sandals flash and then it's gone. A puff of smoke, red robes, wooden sandals, and it pushes on the door as it opens a gate that only guard in your town can do alone. Oh, no you don't, you asshole! And in a clearing between two trees on the edge of this copse, you see a flash of red robe. Busted, and I just got... First grove you were ever in you see stumps. And you arrive at another cops and it is absolutely decimated. Oh, shit. All right, let's just, let's just keep on moving. A third cops, and it is similarly barren. Their Royal Highness, the Empressar, will be doubling next month's order. And while we understand the cops regrowth has been slower, we trust that you'll be able to deliver on time. June, you know what to look for, and you start to see patterns in the way that the trees grow, and off in the distance, a day's journey away, you see one. Please don't send like giant gods at us next session now, just because I did that. I'm really sorry. Welcome to another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the show that dares to ask, what if Dimension 20 was made out of craft paper and dreams? I'm your host, Patrick Perini. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Foreshadowing foreshadowing was the thing that Pat was focusing on. We are about to fight some sandal gods that are about the size of... Sandaled dragons. A mountain. Yeah, sandaled, sandaled dragons. dragons. Yeah. Yes. Sandaled dragons. <laughs> sandaled, yeah. Uh, don't mind me. I'm just writing that down on a piece of paper. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, all right, y'all. I want to take a minute uh, at the top because we have had our first uh, major fan conspiracy theory. Uh, and I want to oh. give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to Joe Morph, who uh, f- like found me, messaged me, and was like, "You clever son of a bitch! You put geckos underneath Martin's scene in the mill with the kids." Uh, I-, I-, I didn't catch it in the first ten listens, but I did catch it on the eleventh. Uh, I want to be extremely clear that was Emily's cat Grim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he What's is out of the name? room. Who sent this to you? This is this is Joe Morph. Oh. Uh, the, uh, Joe's Joe is the uh, Joe, oh, Joe oh, Morph oh, 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 delightful oh. member of yeah. our Discord community who has done hundreds of hero forges of our characters. Yes, uh, yeah, literally yeah. one of our one of our one of our best like collaborator, collaborators. collaborators. I'm and right creators. there with you, buddy. Joe, you and me, same page. It's all connected. <laughs> it's all connected. Uh, and we can go ahead and dive into it if everybody is ready. 
So at the end of our last session, June, unique amongst the denizens of Rally, has gleaned some intuition about the forest and come into this ability to identify distant elderwood copses by the way that their canopies grow. And she has found one a day's journey away from the third decimated copse that you had found. You spent the night, picked up, moved on the next morning, got to the end of your journey. You're still a little further away from it, but weather (laughs) has decided to get in the way. Uh, Rain is currently pouring, and you see that Whiskers and Leah have kind of shouldered a lot of the burden of getting camp set up uh, as you find a little space to sleep out the rest of the storm. Uh, And Leah kind of finishes you know, kind of nailing a tarp into, you know, sort of one of the trees so that you guys have a little bit of a lean-to, all the rain kind of sloughs off, uh, and um, Whiskers gets kind of a fire going, and you are all uh, sitting around, and Harissa, it is your turn for a campfire story. (laughs) Long ago... Far, far away beyond our horizon, there lived a little old lady. Now, this little old lady, she was known far and wide for her baking. She could craft gingerbread swans or or minted bunnies. I mean, you name it, she could make this thing. It was wonderful. Kings and queens would come for miles around for wedding cakes. You wouldn't believe. Now... One day, this old lady, she was minding her own business. In her house, of course, made of gingerbread, because why pay laborers when you can make it yourself, huh? And she heard some nibbling on her walls. She thought, bloody hell, it's just the rats again, goddamn. Problem of having gingerbread walls, <laughs> are you attract the rats. <laughs> so she went out with her broom. And uh, she seen, oh, two children nibbling on her house. She said, hey, kids, what you doing? This is my house. And uh, they said, hey, sorry, we, we're lost. We, we're hungry. Your house looks so delicious. She's like, hey, look, ask me next time. And she thought, oh, you know, I'll make them something. And she thought, hey, girl, help me here with the oven. I can't get this door open. You know what the girl did? You know, they push her inside the oven. How ungrateful is this? They push this old lady inside the oven. And uh, she screams, help me, help me, oh Jesus. And uh, moral of the story is don't trust children. Yeah. (laughs) Isaac's eyes are just wide. (laughs) As he's just heard the most horrific story any older individual wants to hear. Did they they eat her? No, I think they just ate the house. Um... And left her. Poor woman. Poor woman. It's very sad. I think this is the problem. People see old ladies living on their own. They immediately think witch. This woman, she has minding her own business, baking beautiful things. And then these children come along hungry. They decided, you know what? We want this house for ourselves. We don't like this woman. She's shifty. I feel like this is probably a metaphor of some kind, but I am sitting here chewing over it. And I, for the life of me, cannot figure out what the hell it's supposed to be a metaphor for. I understand it. Guard, enlighten us. It is a good lesson to learn. 
Children are dangerous. Yes. Exactly. Yes, I agree. Exactly. This makes sense. Mm -hmm. I have been in rally for two years, and I have always thought of the children as children. Beyond that, no more. Now I know when I see the children, I should be wary of threats as well. Exactly. Looks can be deceiving, no? What someone considers a witch is just a very good baker. What some consider innocent children, homicidal maniacs. Yes. You never I mean, know. We were, we were all children at one point. I mean, I was a, I was a kid. Oh, well, yeah, no, we're not I'm totally fine. On that, June. June, you were I'm kind totally of a homicidal <laughs> maniac. <laughs> I, was right. I was totally fine. You were, you, you were on the edge. <laughs> I grew up into a, a fine, outstanding individual. Leah, Gar, can I see your back for yeah, a second? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what not? Why? And uh, guard turns around. Yeah, June, June. That was not meant to happen. What happened? <laughs> now, you got that thing just, on your back, guard. You got the thing that uh, says the tattoo. The that tattoo says that yeah. I am the best. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Definitely doesn't say that you fight for the trees. Definitely says that you are the best. I know, because that's what they told me. Leah, why you gotta be like that? Leah, Leah why you gotta... I, 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 I don't even know how to say that. Moral of the story is looks can be deceiving. And guard you are the best. Regardless of what is written <laughs> anywhere in the world, you are the best. All right, and uh, Leah, you know what? That's a good, that's Leah, a good metaphor, Harissa. Thank you for pulling it all in for me. Yeah, <laughs> Le- Leah, I swear to God, if you tell God it says anything other than he is the best, what is wrong with you? What is wrong? Why would I you will. Not want God why are we gaslighting God? We are not gaslighting him. We're just listen. saying wonderful things about him that don't happen to be on his back. But you don't have to say anything about that being something else about the tree. <laughs> I just think it's fucking weird that it's like in the filigree now. Like that is that not odd to anybody else? Is it just me? Um, God, God's a. You guys look and you see Guard is just like sticking his hand slowly out into the rain and then slowly back and then slowly out into the rain and then slowly back. (laughs) Hey, hey, Guard. Yes. I I brought some my art supplies with me. Do you mind if I add a couple of things to your tattoo? No. Go ahead. Okay. And I'll kind of like lean down on myself. So <laughs> no. the, you have a full palette to work on. Yes. That's very uh, good. Guard is getting a tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to continue from the ends of the of the letters and kind of have them swirl up and like make a tree. With like little swirlies that kind of move into his filigree. Okay. Uh, why don't you give me? Uh, we'll say that this is a just a like a painter's tools check, which I'm sure you're proficient in, if nothing else, just narratively. So let's say Dex uh, plus proficiency Ooh. bonus. Oh no. What okay, that roll? was a one. <laughs> oh no. Uh, that was a nat one plus two. Oh, no. So it's a five. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Just paint them up. Let's see what happens. On on a nat one, on an out one, on an out one, what you end up with is just like this beautifully intricate 
canopy uh, that is just in basically the wrong place. And when you stand up, you do now have a tramp stamp that's just a bush. <laughs> June, June, give me the paintbrush. Give me the paper. Give me, give me the paper. I'm holding on to these. Until, until you, look what you did. It looks hey, great, God. Was... It looks wonderful. It looks fantastic. What is, what is wrong? It was the angle, the angle. Harissa was right. Harissa was right. She was telling us that story. You know what? I'm going to take the... With All right. We move into the evening. And um, I'm, I, I have been sort of operating under the assumption that unless there's a particularly good reason for someone else to be awake, guards, sentries, rest, just sort of axes that right like yeah. there's no need i'm always i'm always awake baby yeah <laughs> um and so i'm gonna go ahead and uh you know kind of presume that everybody's gonna mostly be asleep the whole time everybody's gonna go ahead and get a long rest uh but we are going to start with uh guard as everything sort of settles down around you and june climbs up into a tree completely like eschewing the canopy and the tarp and just kind of like getting a little rained on like the leaves are doing a little bit of work there but not maybe quite enough um and harissa beds down you know sort of curled up into you know kind of the crook of carl's arm uh isaac and leah and whiskers all kind of find their spaces for shelter uh i would imagine you're taking up your perimeter walk Mm -hmm. in kind of the early evening yep yep wonderful um, is there anything that's particularly on guard's mind at the moment? Um, I think that the, f- the longer that we're a- away from rally, uh, the more guard becomes, I think distracted is the way that he would interpret it. Distracted by the forest. Yeah. Um, and I think he's thinking a little bit more about, uh, I don't know if he, I don't know what he would describe it as, but, uh, like what things are, I guess. Like he's just sort of like thinking about the, he's thinking about the weasels, um, and sort of wondering if we had traveled through their territory, what, what triggered them attacking. Um, I think he's thinking about the gecko and he's wondering if it looked like him because he was close to it, because he knows that geckos can camouflage, yeah. or if it looked like him. Um, and the questions beyond if it looked like him, I think almost are a little bit too big for him. Yeah. Like he doesn't really know what he would go with that. So he's kind of just looking at looking at the trees, looking out for animals and stuff. I think I think he, I think he likes the way the rain sounds as it hits his uh, plates. So he does sort of. Almost, uh, almost uh, like a quirk, sort of like run his hand through whenever there's like big streams of water coming off of trees, just to hear the like a the sound. Um, so he's probably not doing as good a job of watch as he would do, I think, in rally. Uh, but but that's kind of what's going through his mind, almost like daydreaming, I guess. Yeah, you're kind of contemplating what all of this potentially means, and you don't really come to any particular conclusions, but I don't think that that necessarily bothers Guard. I think that Guard is somewhat used to things not having an obvious, concrete answer. Um, and that's just another question to be amassed, right? It's just another another thing to think about. 
And um, as you're sort of turning these things over, you see a gecko skitter onto a branch. And it does something unusual. It stands up on its hind legs and gives you a little wave. Guard stops, crooks his head a little bit at it, and basically mimics the movement, lifting his hand and giving like a hesitant wave. <laughs> the mist so cute. rolling through the trees, the rain pouring down. And this little gecko has taken on almost a paisley green color. And it cocks its head and it extends one of its toes in a follow me gesture. Guard looks back to the camp, looks up at June sleeping in the tree and uh, everyone else sort of sleeping and follows, turns back and he follows. You follow at a pace that doesn't seem overly exerting, right? Like you're, you don't, you don't feel like you're rushing. You don't feel like you're running, but it's almost as if you're passing memories quickly. Like, oh, I remember that yesterday we stopped here to get a little bit of food. This was like hours ago. This was this was this was a 10 hour walk away and I'm here in moments. And that keeps happening as if you're almost moving through the, the woods as if it's sort of folded itself so that you can bounce between these points of recollection. And you follow the gecko, you kind of track it, right? Like occasionally it'll disappear and then it'll reappear behind a tree, kind of stick its tongue out, maybe wipe its eye, and then gesture for you to continue following it. And, and you do. Until you reach a clearing. It's the clearing where you fought the weasels. And I need you to quickly go ahead and give me a perception check. Sure. That's a 22. Ooh. On a 22, you Eyes see. <laughs> you see over the spot where you had buried the weasels and laid their bodies to rest. Something that looks almost like veins. And I have a question for Guard. Has Guard ever seen the inside of a living creature? Yes. You don't need to expound on that if you don't want to. But I then I won't. Okay. <laughs> you know what veins look like in organisms. You know that they're that 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 they have this sort of branching, almost like root-like structure that taper into these very fine points. And they some run parallel and some overlap, but they web across the ground. And they're not brilliant red they're like a the they're almost the color of dried blood but they seem to be pulsing slightly and they vanish as soon as you step into the clearing you see them disappear do i see the gecko uh no not at the moment i'll walk over to where i buried them I imagine there's still probably two pretty big indents in the yeah. ground from where I sort of lay the first time. Yeah. I'm just going to 
kneel there again um, and just very gently sort of put my hands on the soil and see if I feel anything or see almost uh, I almost feel like guard is in the same way that you would like put your head to someone's chest to see if you can hear a heartbeat. I feel like that is what guard is doing with his arms. Like he's putting his hands down to feel like if he can feel a pulse of something. You wrote a 22 perception. Yeah. You do. You literally feel a pulse. It's faint. It's distant. And it feels like it's retreating. But as if the forest floor had a heartbeat itself. You feel a pulse. And I feel it retreating? Yeah. Uh, Guard is going to say, wait. It, it slows briefly. These are all the faintest of physical touch sensations. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. Please come back. It... And then vanishes. But... In the quiet moment... Immediately following... You hear geckos fill the canopy above you, and one by one, as if fireflies in the night, begin to illuminate. Guard is going to sort of step into the center of the grove and I imagine doing like a slow turn to sort of take in all of the geckos in the trees why did you bring me here one of them sort of falls just free falls with almost without thinking guard is going to reach out and just try to catch it you do and it lands in your hand uh, and it looks up at you and it puts its hands together and gives you a little head in a very very slow uncertain shift, Guard is going to nod at the gecko <laughs> in his hand. You see uh, that gecko run up your arm and around behind your neck to your back, and you feel it start to trace something. I mean, it's 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 such a subtle sensation that it's hard to see what it's tracing, but it, it might be tracing your tattoo Mm -hmm. It seems like it's tracing something. And as that's happening, you look forward and a half dozen geckos have picked up little twigs and sticks and leaves and have formed a funerary procession that they are executing in a circle around these two mounds of the weasels. I cannot... I cannot. <laughs> uh, I don't want to cosplay Jude. I want to cosplay the gecko. All right. 
<laughs> um, I think Guard is gonna almost forget about the one on his back and get transfixed on this uh, funeral parade and almost step forward as if to like join, but realizing quickly, I there's not even like what would he do? Yeah, yeah. So he's actually, just sort of as you step forward, um, they vanish. The ones in the funeral procession vanish. The ones in the trees are still up there. They're still kind of blinking, but the ones in the funerary procession vanish. And what you actually see is that the sticks and the like leaves and things that they're carrying is sort of ornamentation for this procession. Mm-hmm. Sort of hover in the air for a moment before eventually falling. Mm. Guard is going to look up at the geckos in the trees. I do not think I am a gecko. (laughs) But I understand that you want something of of me. I... I sometimes struggle to understand things. I will try to understand this. I think as you stay and you watch, you see nothing for a little while, right? Like, it's Mm -hmm. very calm, it's very still, there's little lights in the trees. But eventually the funerary procession does come back. And by the time that they're finished, and you have completely lost track of time, you don't know if it's been ten minutes or five hours, all you know is the sun's not up yet. Mm -hmm. You see little buds of plants growing out of the graves of the weasels. Mm. And when those finally sprout, the geckos disappear again. And finally, the lights begin to fade from the canopy. You are left with one gecko, Mm -hmm. the one on your shoulder, who puts its hand against your face and then takes it away and points back the way you came. (laughs) Then I'm going to sort of give the gecko a little with my finger, almost Mm -hmm. like it's a parrot on my shoulder. (laughs) Um, And um, I will, I'll make my way back to, back to camp. When I do get back to camp, uh, guard is going to very intentionally stand, watch again under the branch that June is on because he knows she's probably going to want to try to attack him in the morning. Amazing. You make it back to camp. And by the time that you make it back, the gecko is gone. It has faded from your shoulder and, and sort of disappeared. Um, but you feel something that I don't know the guard has ever particularly felt, which is a connection to a place. Mm-hmm. And in this world that you've inhabited, where everyone is so connected to their place, I think it's something to think about. Harissa, 
Oh, damn it. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You wake up with a start. Something's wrong. I think she would instinctively just like hand on bow, sort of just straining eyes and ears to just kind of figure out what woke her. What's your passive perception? Uh, it is... Uh, Passive Procession 15. You see uh, a gecko skitter across a branch, disappear, and then as you're watching it, your eyes, boom, clock down to the forest floor. There is the shadow of something. And it is relatively large, and it is currently stalking the camp. Can I smell anything? Interesting. Yes, you can. Oh. You look at this and you hear almost like a... And it's like, is that thunder? Is that whatever this thing is, mm-hmm. right? Like there's mm-hmm. some some low rumble. It's a shadow. It's hulking. It's menacing. It looks as if it's stalking your camp. And then you smell chocolate. <laughs> I think the old lady from the cottage is coming to see me. Um uh I think she's going to knock like just kind of like very carefully and slowly sort of like get an arrow ready. And because obviously she's not smelling sort of like wet fur or anything like that. No. Like she's unsure and she doesn't want to make a noise to alert it to her presence or that she's awake. And I think she's just going to wait a little bit longer to see if it comes closer. Okay. Um, I need you to roll me a dex save. Oh, shit. A 22. So. A 22. Jesus Christus. Yeah. Uh, you... Lift up your foot, shift your stance, and hop out of the way as a five-foot-long, hulking mass of scale and muscle blows past you in this clearing. It is a Komodo dragon. Jesus. Dude! Wait, what? And we're just okay with this. I obviously um, I'm in shock <laughs> but I'm keeping my arrow trained on it and I'm just like has it kind of like circled back round is it just like you see it missed with its attack so it kind of skids ahead 10 feet and whips itself around and this thing smacks its tail against the tree and all of the water falls out at once just um, it is facing you now have I ever come across a Komodo dragon before? What a good question. Roll me a survival check so that I can better understand the precise level of detail here. Okay. Survival check, yeah. With advantage, please. Oh, Komodo please. dragons are beasts. Okay, 17. That's better. There you go. Okay. There you go. On a 17, you have never personally encountered a Komodo dragon. However... Granny Rosa used to keep one. And she would tell you stories about it all the time. 
Dude. Did she ever tell me the best practice in, like, you know, don't make eye contact or kind of like, don't move quickly or... Yes, she did. Yes. What do I do? (laughs) (laughs) SDM, how do I survive your encounter? DM, tell me... uh... If you ever find yourself staring down a beast as powerful as a Komodo dragon, stand your ground. And Safra, trust your familiar. I think for some reason, Harissa would just be compelled to lower her bow put it on her back and just lock eyes with the dragon and just sort of almost like a power stance just kind of like feet set apart and just sort of like making herself look bigger I need another dexterity saving throw please an eight (laughs) alright this thing barrels at you, knocks you off of your footing, and you fall onto it and are now being whisked through the forest. Oh, jeez. Um. <sighs> I, clinging onto this thing for dear life <laughs> it is racing through the woods. It whips itself around a tree and you cling to its shoulders for dear life. The trees seem to be growing in on themselves, forming narrower and narrower alleys and passageways and crooks. And all of a sudden you're headed under branches and into warrens and down tunnels. You pop up, you catch glimpses of the moon, you feel the rain splash against your face and then you're back down underneath a canopy of roots, foliage and dirt. And then this thing reaches a cave. A little earthen hole in the ground. The ceiling gnarled roots. And it slides itself down in and whips its shoulder, throwing you off into a tumble and you up against the wall. She is stunned for a moment. I think just braces herself against the wall, kind of like maybe trying to pull herself up um, and just kind of keeping her eyes on on the, on the Komodo dragon. It stands up on its hind legs. It is as tall as you are. And it looks at you and it says... You can do better, Safra. Come, let us have a cup of tea. What? I'm, done. I'm leaving. I'm, I'll oh, catch all of I think I banged my head harder than I thought. It, like, hammer space, just, like, out of its inventory, pulls two stump stools and, like, a little <laughs> camp stove. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and you see this thing... Look at this campfire and fire breath. And it ignites and it puts a little cast iron kettle 
over the fire, sits down on the stool, crosses one leg over the other. Do you know what you could have done better there, Safra? Light of my life. What I could have done better is not eat Whiskers' food, because obviously there was something <laughs> wrong with it. Um, <laughs> she, she, I think she's kind of resigned to, like, this must be a hallucination. Uh, uh, so she's just going to, like, plonk herself down on the opposite stool. <laughs> just, Do you think that this is not real, Safra? Can you blame me? Um, sorry. No, uh, not at all. <laughs> uh, and the Komodo dragon pours you a little cup of green tea. I sort of I take it from its claws delicately, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, As you do, the sense memory hits and the mixture of chocolate and green tea floods your mind with Granny Rosa. I can't. I Craig's face is everyone right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... Granny Rosa. Yes, Safra? (laughs) What? Please explain to me what is happening, because I'm about to lose my mind if I have not lost it already. Safra. My darling girl. Does it matter? (laughs) (laughs) is it important that the opportunity to learn is real it does sound like something Granny Rosa would say (laughs) I suppose just don't don't tell anybody Um, I also I hope I am not talking in my sleep because this would be very embarrassing (laughs) Um, go ahead what do you have to teach me I think it is more interesting if you tell me what I have to teach you. Where do you get the chocolate from? And also, how does it not melt when we were in the desert? Uh, The Komodo dragon taps a claw to its nose. (laughs) Do not ask an old woman her secrets, Safra. Then I am unsure on what else you can teach me at this moment. What Uh, could you have done better when facing a Komodo dragon, my little jewel? Because I fear that you are going to be facing things that are quite a bit bigger soon. And I worry for you, Safra. I remember you telling me to stand my ground. I believe I did that. You did. You did. What was the other part of the lesson? To trust my familiar. And did you do that, Safra? But I've never had one, Granny Rosa. This Komodo dragon gives you the most disappointed fucking look. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) i'm not angry i'm just disappointed right (laughs) just like just like lower jaw just kind of mm, just droops safra you have always had a familiar 
even if it is not always with you in the way that you might expect or want. It is with you in here. And the Komodo dragon reaches out a claw and taps your heart. I mean, it's easy for you. You have a very large one. It's hard to not, you know, listen to it. It's right there, asking for food all the time. You see the Komodo dragon looks around and says, Can you point to it? She kind of vaguely gestures towards the Komodo dragon in front of her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Safra, you are answering your own question. Do you see two things sitting in front of you? So you say I need to listen to my heart more. Trust my gut. And when you say that, (gasps) you wake up as June rolls over and a bunch of water falls onto the tarp. And you are awake, alone except for guard. Juice. I rub my head and suddenly have a mad craving for chocolate. (laughs) 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 Amazing. Oh my gosh. That's too much, dude. (laughs) Well, on that note, (laughs) we move to Isaac. Good good luck, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Good good fucking luck, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) What kind of reptile will you get? I want to go off the rails and get a frog, please. Yeah! (laughs) One order for a frog. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Isaac, you are fully just like Naruto running across an open plane. Just full anime, like long jumps. Gravity seems kind of weird here. And to your left... A couple dozen feet away is Dale. Uh, Isaac smiles, flips him off, and then keeps running. (laughs) (laughs) Dale Snowthorn, prematurely graying, a man almost your size, quite a feat given that you're a half-orc, has his shield, and you both have your packs. Whatever you could carry as you fled Agravar. And you look back, and there's a figure. Someone is following you. Uh, Isaac turns around and um, pulls out his uh, two dual axes, and then just with a big, gnarly grin on his face. Uh, turns around and starts booking it towards whoever that is. Uh, As you turn around, you hear Dale say, Isaac, get back here. We've got to keep moving. We can't lose ground. Uh, Well, I tell you, you no fun whatsoever, Dale. You did just kill a man. We should probably keep moving. I mean, would you prefer me not to? And just starts booking it with them. Listen, I owe you my life. I don't owe you my fucking patience. Uh, and the two of you bolt. And you run for ten years. You visibly age in the time that you are running. 
And by the time that you reach the first sort of outgrowth of the Western Wields, uh, you have looked back over your shoulder several times, and the figure pursuing you is just walking. Just a dedicated slow walk, and yet somehow silhouetted against the sun, they are always on the horizon. You get to a little clearing where the trees can at least occlude your pursuer a little bit, and you sit, and you catch your breath. Uh, Isaac would sit down, catch his breath, um, just check all his gears, weaponry, look over at Dale. Uh, you, you know who, well, I, I assume it's who I, you, who is that? Dale mops the sweat off of his brow, you know, he's gray is kind of fading into white he's got a beard now um and he looks at you and he says oh fuck i i mean it it has to be the commander right possible makes sense but i don't remember him being this fast what do you mean fast he's hardly moving did we get slower damn you look old old and he holds up the shield as a mirror and you two have just aged right like your hair is just getting that little bit like not balding but like it's it's like thinning out in that way that stress does to the body right you've got some wrinkles that are starting to show up you are kind of coming into your age as you run from this figure what the hell's going on? <laughs> All right, listen. We need a plan. We've got to figure out how to get out of here. We've got to figure out a way that we can live. Dale, Dale you're you're the plan guy. I'm the I'm the axe guy. That that we've we've established this for many a year. I don't know why right. you're asking me about plans. All right. Well, here's the plan then. We're running. Uh, and he puts his shield on his back, and the two of you pick back up. That's not much of a plan. We've been doing it. (laughs) (laughs) As you run, the field turns into the forest and you are running through patches of trees on the edge of the western weald to the north of Agravar. And you see less of the figure on the horizon unless you look for it. And there, ever present, ever pursuing, a shadowy figure. Dale, I, I think we can take this guy. Whoever it is, whatever it is, I think I think we got a chance. We need to find a place that we can live, Isaac. We need to find a place that people can live. We're not important here. We've got to do it for them. We've got to do it for June. You you know who June is. Like this just makes sense to you. This is why you're the plan guy. All right. And the two of you take off running once again. This is this is probably like the happiest Isaac's been in a while. Whew. Um you run for what feels like another eternity. And this time you find yourself in that first Elderwood Grove. And it's the middle of the night. And you finally set all of your things down and you've made a campfire. And Dale has given you a wineskin. And the two of you are burning twigs that you find on the ground. And 
sort of look up into the canopy and it's dense and it's practically midnight black. Dale says, Maybe we could do something with these. What? What? The trees? God damn. And he's like smacking bugs and scratching <laughs> and he's like really uncomfortable. Some, Haven't you some, ever been camping, Isaac? Come on. Why would I go camping when everything I need is in the city? That makes no sense, Dale. <laughs> No one should be in the woods and wilderness. That's, that we are civilized individuals. Make no- you got no sense of adventure, my friend. None yeah, at all. He's me. <laughs> so you want to do something with the trees? They're elderwood, aren't they? That's what Katarine called them. You know, she always has all the answers. It's the stuff they make, um... Fuck me, what's it called? Sap. Sap. They call it sap. So the stuff that the Empressar uses to basically control the entire country? Yeah, the fireball stuff. Yes, that's the stuff. Yeah. Big explosions. Big explosions. Lots of chaos. Yeah. Okay. I had never thought that we'd be able to find a wild grove. Empressar would pay pretty good money for this. Might uh, might ignore a few things that we've done in our past. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Killing somebody that important is not exactly an easy thing to overlook, huh? Well, maybe we could start a—I don't know—a logging town or something. I, you and me, start a town. That is the most yeah. ridiculous idea you have ever come up with, Dale. What the hell are we gonna do <laughs> with a town? Listen, buddy. June's gonna need somewhere to grow up. You wanna do it here with all this nature? <laughs> <laughs> and Isaac, as you turn to look at like a bug that kind of got on you, you, you sort of divert down. You hear. Uh, instinctually grab for the axes, turn around. Dale? Dale falls over dead. No, 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 no. And you see the shadowy figure somehow still silhouetted as if against the setting sun in the middle of the night. And he moves in this persistent pursuit of you. Curved sword drawn. And he walks up to you and points it at your chest. What do you do? Uh, every instinct in Isaac is wants to fight whoever this is. Um, he looks down at Dale and then instinctually grabs for his shield and tries to knock and or block the blade pointed at him. You knock the blade away. He doesn't lose his footing, but he does give you a momentary opening. Uh, instincts kick in. He's gonna try to attack him. Go ahead and roll. 12. Okay. Uh, so, a 12 misses. 
and you see this silhouetted man dissolve into what looks like a circulatory system and then sink into the ground. And then you feel the point of a sword in your back. And you hear... Ex-drummer? You cannot run forever. And then you <gasps> wake up. Full sweat. After it's getting stabbed, he was going to swing back. Yeah. And so there's like a, a like a roar. Just a, ah! And okay. that, yeah, some sort yeah. of shout. A- as you do that, you hear, ah, What is it? Is, are we under attack? Uh, and Whiskers like, leans out of his sleeping bag and like picks his mustache, his prosthetic mustache up and like starts to attach it. <laughs> is everything okay, Isaac? What is what's what is the matter? Do we need to be bearing arms? Do you even have a weapon? What a good question. <laughs> I'm sure there's something in the cart. And I have my I have my I have my axe. We all have axes. Yeah, yes. The- um, Whiskers, do you, do you speak in your sleep? How would I know? <laughs> Good point. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, I think we're fine. I just, I, I, uh, yeah, the stroll down memory lane is all, um, I think, I think we're good. You should be very careful about the nature of dreams, Isaac. They can be very potentious. 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 They can be. Must be every time, Isaac. I have been with you for 10 years. It's like, I fucking hate this man. Uh, They are portents. They are. Dreams can be signs of your future fortune or things that you must be considering, lest they bring good or bad luck. Now tell me, did you see eight black crows in your dream? No? Okay, a big... No, no. (laughs) Okay. Now, eight or or seven? It must be eight. If it's seven, it's nothing. It's a coincidence. What if I was one of the crows? Is that that a thing that... He looks shook. Uh, (laughs) I do not know. I had big wings. And there were these the, the little crow feet. Okay. What do they call okay. those? Okay, here's what we do. Here's what we do. Here's what we do. Uh, and he, he like slips back into his sleeping bag. He comes back out. He pulls out like a sage like uh, uh, like bundle. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he pulls out a sage bundle and a little weasel's foot. Uh, and he hands you both of them. Uh, right. And uh, and he says, keeps his on you at all times <laughs> until I can get back to Oz's uh, books and look up what it means that you might have been the eighth crow. Because that I will, uh, I, I will, I will forewarn you by saying that I am hardly an expert in this particular case. However, I think the correct interpretation is either that it was a complete coincidence or that you are death himself. Okay. Now, as death. Giving me these objects, have you just strengthened me even more, Whiskers? <laughs> <laughs> you are sending 
this man into panic spirals. I need you to roll me an intimidation check, please. You're gonna break having whiskers. A fucking anxiety attack. Just like what is happening? No, whiskers knows that Isaac doesn't believe any of this shit. That's a twenty-one. Yeah, on a, tw- on a twenty-one, he takes them back from you, picks up his sleeping bag, walks out into the rain with whiskers. <laughs> Isaac, I will deal with you in the morning when I have had time to ponder this. Please, just you're gonna you're gonna ponder death itself. You're just gonna let death live around you at all times. For the ni- for this that. night, yes, yeah. For, oh, oh Lord! All right, let us move on to June. June. Yes. What's your AC? Something very low. Uh, 13. Great. You... You get your mother's quarterstaff across your shoulders, and you go sprawling out onto the ground. Oh, June, honey. Come on. We've been practicing this all day. I'm trying. It's just, it's that weird footwork. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I can't, Come on, how do right. you not trip on your own two feet? Uh, she reaches down and you see the hand of your mother uh, reach out to you to, to help you back up. And uh, you sort of look at your own hand and you've got to be 13, 12, something around there. And she helps you back up and she says... <laughs> I know it's hard to get your head around, darling, but I promise when, when you finally get this done, you're going to be able to do it in ball gowns. I've had to. Ball gowns? Yeah. Mama, who fights in ball gowns? We do, honey. Do you? Yeah. You gotta know how. You never know when you're going to be at a fancy party. Somebody makes a, an untoward advance. I'm never going to wear a ball gown. It's going to be pants forever. Roll me an inside check. <laughs> Fucking love the sass. We're going we're gonna to be in ball gowns, guys. 22. So you know that, you know that look that people give you? That pe- you know that look that people give kids when they are saying things like, I'm never going to get, I don't know, married yeah. or whatever, right? And it's like, <laughs> maybe, but you're a child. You don't know, right? Um, <laughs> that's not the look you get here. That's not the look you get here. The look you get here is far closer to the kind of look that you might get from someone at work who has been doing this job a lot fucking longer than you have and knows oh, what you're eventually going to have to do. <laughs> She's over it. <laughs> and she shakes it off with a little smile and says, well, not a lot of fancy parties out here in Raleigh now, are there, darling? Not that I've seen. But I like the stories you tell me of the ones you've been to. (sighs) There were a lot of them. Will I ever get to see where you used to live, Mama? I don't know, darling. I don't know. It's, um... It's a little complicated, you see, uh... Sometimes... When you try to do the right thing, you can end up making decisions that 
you can't quite easily walk back. What? What do you mean? You decided that we're never going to go back. Can we not? Can we, we not go back? Had to upset some people in order to do the right thing. God, Mama, did you say something to somebody? Yes, I did, did make, darling. Did you make fun of somebody, Mama? Well, no. You know, I never do that. That's in bad taste, baby. No, I never made fun of anybody. What I did I say mean, some things that people fun, didn't you like make to hear. Fun of Uncle Isaac all the time. Don't hush your mouth, girl. Don't let him know that. <laughs> Uncle Isaac does what I say. I don't want you messing that up for me. I make fun of Uncle Isaac all the time. Yeah, I know you do. It's fucking adorable. Oh. <laughs> You didn't hear me say that. I sure did. Oh, boy. I won't tell Daddy. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, sweetheart, I'd love nothing more than to be able to take you home. I think she sort of leans on her staff. She June mimics her on, like, if she has, like, a stick. That's very good. And she says... I'd love for you to be able to meet all your, all your aunts, baby. All my sisters I left behind. I don't know if we'll ever get a chance to go back there, but, um. She sort of shifts and looks askance and there's a kind of look on her face as if she's setting a resolve and she says. I'm going to try to make it happen. Some things have got to change around here anyway, and I think it might be nice to be able to go home, if only for for a visit. I'd love that. You know what? And she pulls her earrings out, and they are these perfect little sapphire teardrop-shaped earrings, and she hands them to you and says, I got these from, uh, from your grandmother. (gasps) She just holds them (laughs) in her hand like, oh, and then just looks terrified because she's probably gonna lose them. Now, (laughs) You heard what you, your daddy's done said. You're not allowed to pierce your ears until you are 13. But... Ah. 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 Where am I going to put it? Where am I going to put them? I'm going to... And she undoes a sash that she sort of wears around her waist. She says, Why don't you hook them on this for a little while? She's gonna take it and roll it, kind of scrunch it up, and then tie it around her her head and tie it in a knot and let the length of it fall back behind her. Now there's an idea. Darling, that looks beautiful. Thanks, Mama. I feel like a badass. Yeah. (laughs) You are a badass, darling. If I could get this foot work work right, I could, I could actually be a badass, bona fide. All right, all right, we're gonna run it again. You ready? All right. You ready? Okay. All right. Yeah. 
Uh, I want you to go ahead and give me an acrobatics check, if you would be so kind. That's a 21! Oh, baby. On a 21, she goes to sweep your shoulders. You scoop back. She misses. As you had practiced, she practices her follow-through on your leg. You're supposed to jump it. Instead, what you do is land on the quarterstaff and do a backflip off of it. Ooh. Ooh. And the look on her face as you are falling through the air in what feels like slow motion is pride and peace. And it's that last bit that sticks with you as you fall out of the tree. Uh, guard, guard catches her. Oh, and into guard's hands. Oh. Good morning, June. She was mid-dream, so she's kind of flailing a little bit. And mama, mama, mama. Oh, Ma- no. Guard. Oh. Are you okay? Guard. And I put her down next to me. She checks for her. Her sapphire. It's gone. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Guard, guard, guard. Yes. And she's she's on on Go ahead ground, and roll me a perception knees. check. Don't make me cry, Pat. We'll see how it goes. This whole episode has been that. Can I help? <laughs> what are you looking for? Uh, guard, you can give her the help action if you want. Yeah, so you can roll again. I'm looking for my, my, my earring, my mama's earring. Guard will look around is with you. Oh, fuck. What'd you roll? Wow. A nat one. Jeez. No! <laughs> she is distraught. Absolutely. Like, if she hasn't woken up the whole camp so yet, this I is think, what does I think it. on a nat one, that's what happens. And I think everybody is just like, awo- you know, sort of awakened to, 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 to June. What is going on? Practically uh. screeching. And as everybody's sort of groggily moving around, mm-hmm. June, on a nat one, which is a kind of critical. Don't you dare. A critical Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you yes. dare. You, you panic for like a while, right? And I think you delay everybody getting up and leaving. And I think you're like, it, everyone is just sort of in and- panic and it sets an edge to the morning. And in that way that that particular kind of angry, frustrated always eventually breaks and your mind gives you the thing that you are looking for, you remember throwing on your dad's scarf just outside of the second cops. And you rolled a luck check. And June, you rolled bad. Now, June, did you, are you sure you brought it with you? Because we, we packed a whole bunch of stuff and I, I don't remember you going through everything that did you- Did I, Isaac, I did. I did. All right, I'm just saying, did I, multiple I, times. And she's going to touch her, her daddy's scarf. That's still there. That's still there. But she remembers, does she, she remembers like. You, you, you get that recollection of the last time that you saw it was before you put the scarf on and then you put the scarf on and maybe it just snagged in a slightly weird way, right? Something that you didn't think anything of at the time. Mm. And now that's gotta be it. Isaac, I gotta go back. I gotta go back to go go back. I need to go. I need to go back to the second place that we were where all the trees were cut down i gotta go back there right now that's June, where that's my- like two days away 
Yeah, we don't have I've we don't have time to 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 go that. I mean, we can go I, on the way back, but yeah, I mean, we'll pass it on the way back. I, we'll we'll be we'll be right back. I pro- I promise. We'll we'll make it. We'll make it there. You have my word that we will go back there once we get this. We really need this, this these trees. And June, June, you're the only one who knows how to get us there. Yeah. She stares up at the sky and just, just like whole body just gives up. So welcome everyone to our first ad spot. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Professor's Comprehensive Collection of Character Classes, which is a supplement for Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition that introduces three brand new classes to the world's greatest role-playing game. The Commander, the Inheritor, and the Skirmisher. Uh, This is made by our good friend Prof D&D, and we are very excited about this book. Cinder, what are you excited about? Oh, you know me. I'm a simple man. I see (laughs) monsters. I go monsters. One of the classes that I really like in this supplement is the Inheritor. And it does a really good job of like feeling like I am the predator in the forest, which is a feeling that I very much want in my D&D games. Uh, so if you are as excited about this book as we are, you can go to bit.ly slash book. that's P-R-O-F-D-N-D book, to reserve now. If you have a project that you want to promote on the podcast for as low as $15, shoot us an email at unbalancedencounters at gmail.com. And as always, please fulfill your legal and patriotic obligations by telling a friend about the show. We don't pay to advertise, so your word of mouth is all that is keeping this family together. Don't let us down. All right, I'll let you get back to the rest of the episode. We love you. Bye. I want to go ahead and say that we cut. Can I throw something in there? Yeah. Really quick. While we were making our way to the grove. Yeah. June has spent most of it perched on top of guard's shoulder. Very pouty, yeah, pissed way. <laughs> Actually, you know what? She probably spent most of the time doing a wild guide, helping guide. She was probably drawing the picture, like a drawing of the earring, yeah, and writing, Have you seen this earring? <laughs> She's just been making page after page after page and dropping them just in the woods, behind <laughs> like her. That's in the woods. Fucking good. Uh, yeah. The Elderwood Grove. And there is a marching sense of triumph that overshadows all of the stress and contention of the journey to get here as you walk in and see that, ooh, baby, she's a biggin. <laughs> Isaac, Isaac like jogs over like a little kid and he's just like, oh, beautiful, beautiful trees. And he just starts hugging them. <laughs> Dozens of feet tall, at least. A few that tower above the rest. Sort of a soft, almost ashy color to the bark. So big you can't get your arms around them. And this grove goes on for a little bit. So. You make it to this Elderwood uh, Grove, and immediately, 
Whisker starts setting up camp and Leah starts getting the boar organized so that you can haul some of this wood out of here. Yeah, KTA, KTA, you super go, you go move some wood. Is that what you're gonna do? Yeah. Carl, do your damn job. <laughs> <laughs> the favoritism is just too much. <laughs> uh, Don't talk to my Carl that way. You all establish a proper camp, right? Like more than the camps that you had been at, you know, sort of up to this point. You're gonna be here for several days. And so Whiskers has sort of unpacked all the crates, set up some quasi-permanent structures, right? Some like meaningful, you know, sort of tents. Um Leah again has set up some scaffolding around the base of one of these trees. She sort of used KTA to kind of scout out which is the best one to start with, which one is gonna be the most resinous. And you all set to work. Uh, and I'm actually going to say that the first day goes very, very well. It's a lot of hard labor. Uh, but you do manage to bring down one of these trees. Uh, DM? I, I think... Isaac would like as we're getting ready. Yeah. Uh walk over to June. Hey, uh, June. Remember, remember this this isn't your job. You don't have to help us. I know you don't want to Great, up. thank you, Isaac. And then she takes off up a tree. Uh June, <laughs> I am going to need to know roughly how far away this tree is. Is this in the grove and you're just up it, or are you leaving the work area? Uh, she's leaving the work area. She doesn't want to see the trees brought down. Okay, go ahead and roll me a luck check. It's a, it's a four. All right, June, you're probably about, um, you get about two hours away. <laughs> Bye. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and so we're going to keep that roughly in mind. Great. So I think, again, the bulk of this first day is just all about getting this particular tree down. And I think that by sort of the early evening, you do. And it... Comes down. It takes a couple of smaller ones down with it, which is sort of always a a bit of a plus. And you have your work cut out for you for the next 24 hours is just breaking this thing down into something you can take back to back to rally uh and isaac what does the sort of early evening look like uh as you celebrate a badly needed win um i think whatever liquor's left in that flask <laughs> he's just Saving passing it. it around to everybody sure. Leah come here and he just starts dancing with Leah in the middle of the- <laughs> <laughs> as you're all sort of having this moment of revelry uh, I'm curious as to what Harissa specifically is doing because she saw June go um, and I think she was aware that June needed some space um, I think because she's not been back all day she's probably gonna start heading out to see if she can find where she has got to she's probably okay okay that sounds good uh go ahead and as you are kind of reaching the edge of the grove uh properly give me a 
perception check. It was an 18. On an 18. As you are sort of walking into the woods, the sun kind of setting behind you, you turn and you see a flash of red robes. The robes step from behind a tree, look at the stump of elderwood left on the forest floor, throw its head back and say, God damn it! Not another one! Alright, I'm done fucking around! And I need everyone to roll me initiative. Are we fighting this asshole? Okay. Yeah, we are. Let's go. Ooh. It's time to take down the sandals. Bare feet or shoes, baby. Um, uh, June. June. Uh, yeah. <laughs> roll a D4. That is going to represent the number of rounds that it takes you to get back to the fight. When you get back to the fight... No one is going to know to look for you. So I'm going to give you free advantage on your first round. Great, because my initiative roll was a five. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a d4 roll, please. Oh, it's a four. Nice. Oh, oh boy. That's All right. bad. Wait, no, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Damn it. That's very bad. Now, there might, be some, there might be some things that accelerate that somewhat, but uh, at this point, it's going to be four rounds for you to get back. Oh, uh, boy. That's a long yeah, time. That's a long <laughs> time. Uh, Harissa, it is your turn. Can I still see the the red-robed? Yeah, uh, absolutely. He's not hiding anymore. Oh, he's literally just there. Um, I, I think she's going to um, shout and get his attention. Okay. And just be like, hey, what is your problem? Why have you been following us around? You see, he sort of uh, looks up at you and the cowl over his head sort of falls away and you see brown fur and elongated snout <gasps> and he says you're cutting down the damn forest what are you talking about It's Carl. <laughs> Carl, is that you? Get out of that room. Uh, no. It's Carl. <laughs> you have Listen, been... lady, are you going to cooperate or not? Am I going to cooperate? You've been messing up our town for God knows how many days. I've been trampled by boar. I've had to put out bombs. I think she's going to kind of like get her bow out and sort of like um, aim it and just be like, just demand that he kind of like explain himself. Roll me a persuasion check. I thought it was zero then, but oh, it's a six. Ooh, that's a that's a six. Okay, yeah, on a six, um, uh, he just ignores you. You get no reaction out of him. Uh, in fact, he seems to be very preoccupied assessing the damage done to this tree. She's going to shoot into the stump he's looking at okay. to, like, get his attention. <laughs> I mean, I think that's part of the persuasion check here, and I think it does not go well for oh. you. So you let loose the arrow... <laughs> into the stump and we reach initiative 20 and this pig-headed creature looks up at you cocks an eyebrow 
uh, kind of claps his hands together and turns into a boar. And then on his sides and in front of the stump, three more boar. Isaac, you are next in the initiative order at 13, believe it or not. Uh, what, like, does, do we know anything's going on? You have just heard Harissa have basically a shouting match with this stranger. So at the very least, you know that's happening. Uh, you probably heard an arrow fly as well. The hip. Y'all watch, watch, uh, watch the boy. Go see what's going on over here. And he picks up his axe and shield. And Harissa, what are you shooting at the boy for? No. This is the Sandalman! Sandalman! Pretending to be boy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I swear to God. Isaac, now it's not the time. He's he's very mad about the trees. Very mad about the trees being cut down. The one in the middle. Isaac, as you focus in on the one in the middle, you see it's the only one that doesn't have flowers growing up around it. He's going to put a shield up and start w- walking slowly towards the boar uh, and take the dodge action. At the end of your turn, June, I need you to make me a luck check. Okay, uh, lucky 13. June, you hear all of this commotion, not terribly far away, but like you're going to need to run to get there. Um, And I'm imagining that you probably immediately want to start running in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah, a, like drop out of the tree. Yeah. <laughs> on a 13, uh, you are going to effectively be able uh, to take triple your move speed every turn. Uh, So we are going to reduce that amount to three rounds that that it'll take you to get there. Ooh, I'm fast as fuck. Isaac, you sort of walk up to this thing and it... Oink, squeal. Squeal, oink. (laughs) Looks you up and down, turns back into the monk. And you see red robes, porcine face, wooden sandals standing atop this stump. And he's kind of leaning on a glaive that is almost twice his height. And he looks at you you. and he says, Axe drummer, right? Okay, I'm 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 asleep again. Dale, where Dale at? He was here last night. Yeah, time. you and I are going to need to have words. Uh and he swings the glaive at you. Does a 14 hit? 14 does not. He clanks, clanks off of your shield with his glaive uh and skitters back uh kind of against the stump. Uh and just is locked onto you. Uh, and that is going to be guard's turn. The second Sandals Man swings at Isaac, almost as a reaction, all of the sigils on Gar, all of the filigree, all of the runes activate, almost like as a reaction to this happening. Guard, with that, with no finesse, with no fancifulness at all, is just going to pick up his axe and beeline it right towards Sandalman, and as he moves past Isaac, he is just going to say, now is not a time to hesitate, and he's going to swing his axe at the Sandalman with the full force of this sprint towards him, and I'm going to do this attack recklessly. Wonderful! (laughs) Mm. 
You could say he's going a, a whole hog. Uh, no, that yeah. is a 17 to hit. Uh, so yeah. 17, a 17 hits. However, what you see is as you swing, he boom, turns into a boar and you cleave into one of the boar. Mm-hmm. 14 damage. You cut the head off this boar. That was pretty antic, climactic. I do not think it is over. Yes, I agree. Did that boar just turn into a guy that attacked me? I told me? you, Isaac, I told you the sand of man. <laughs> this is the one we've been seeing everywhere. June, it is your turn. Uh, you are running through the trees, just swinging. I think at one point you like see a branch overhead, you throw your staff over it and just like clothesline down to get a better vantage, swoop around. You are moving at 120 feet per round, just absolutely fucking booking it. Uh, what's going through June's mind as this happens? Please let everyone be okay. Please let everyone be okay. Please let everyone be okay. <laughs> Probably feels like she somehow did something that caused whatever this commotion is. Uh, fantastic. All right. We are going to move on to the next in the initiative order, uh, which are the boar. Uh, the first one is going to uh, actually dissolve into flowers. The body sort of dissolves into the ground and flowers spring up where it had stood. Uh, the second one is going to charge at Isaac. Uh, so it's going to try to take a bite out of you. That's going to be a six to hit. That misses. And then we're going to do the same thing again for the other boar. These are, these are sort of two focused on you. That's a nat one. Absolutely misses. Um, and uh, we see that the monk <laughs> pops out of boar form, but a different boar this time. And he looks at Isaac and he says, this would go a whole lot better if you would just lay down your weapons. All right. So, these boar turn into flowers, turn into gulats. I'm definitely. Everybody relax. I'm, I'm dreaming. No one's going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> this obviously wouldn't happen in the real world. I do not sleep. So, you are not sleeping. Oh, shit. You're right. Uh, as you guys are having sort of this <laughs> depressing realization, uh, you see that that Leah gets up uh, and she has sort of a hand axe. Isaac, what the hell is going on? Protect KT! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I can do that. Uh, am I getting the boar out of here? And as she says that, you hear the boar start to squeal, agitated and upset. Yeah, you you and Whiskers, lay it. Uh, uh, watch, watch out for the boar. All right, all right. Whiskers, Whiskers, we're getting out of here. Come on. We're going to get him to a safe distance. Let's go. Uh, and she rushes away with Whiskers. And with that, we roll back to Harissa. Harissa is just going to kind of like um, focus in on the uh, red-robed monk. And I will apply Hunter's Mark. I think this time what she's going to do, she's going to try and aim for his hand to see if she can at least just like disarm him in some way. 13? Uh, 13 does not. You see that he kind of clocks what you're doing and he just swipes the arrow away with the glaive, cuts it in half in midair. Damn it. 
I, oh, Jesus. All right, this is going to be a whole thing. Great, great, great. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and he claps his hand again, turns into a boar, and another one appears. We are back to having four boar. Isaac, I believe you are up next. You've got two boar on you currently. There's one that seems to be sort of trying to figure out where it needs to go, and then there is the one that is the monk that is closer to Harissa. Yeah, Isaac, Isaac will go after the, the main one because it was like saying they, they want to scrap with him. So, uh, um, um, uh, you want to have a conversation? And he's going to head over there closer to and kind of like block it from Harissa. Uh, but take a swing. You take a swing? Go ahead, bro. That's going to be a 20. Yeah, 20 hits. Ooh, dang. Yeah. Nine damage. You see that you get a pretty good gash into this thing. Uh, and the boar sort of rears back on two legs, stamps down into the ground, uh, just hurt, but not looking like it's going to stand down anytime soon. Back, back, bacon. Ah, ah. Chris, I think I, I, I think I, I smoked, I don't know if I, I smoked something odd. Did Oz give us anything, any medication that's... Honestly, I blame Whiskers. Feel like hit it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and on that, we are going to move to the next in the initiative order, uh, which is the monk. Uh, the monk is going to come out of boar form uh, and is going to sort of look at you, Isaac, and say, All right, listen, I've asked nicely. I've done pretty much everything that I can think of to get you to stand the fuck down. We're going to have to do this the old fashioned way, aren't we? When did you ask nicely? <laughs> uh, he swings uh, his glaive right. on you. Uh, and he does 13 Ooh. points of slashing damage uh, as he oh, no. swipes uh, kind of across your leg. Then he, boom, disappears and reappears on top of the felled stump. Guard, it is your turn. Guard will hold his axe up to the creature. You have laid siege on the village for too long, and I shall charge towards it and take a swing at it. Uh, Reckless again? Yeah. Is there any other way to live? (laughs) As a barbarian, Uh, absolutely not. uh, 19. 19. Uh, A 19 does hit, but you see again, he dissolves into a boar. Uh, Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, That is 17 damage. Uh, you cut this boar in fucking half. Tear the axe out of the stump. It is absolutely dead. God over here just serving up the bacon. We could could start, like, selling boar meat at this point. There you go. Uh, And you see it dissolve into flowers. (laughs) Damn it. Um, Gardeners? Guard, you've just felt another boar that is action- and movement, do you have any bonus actions? Um, no, but I guess I'll just look around to see are there, how many of these ghostly boar are still around us. So, uh, you see three total. Okay. Yep. Um, so no, I'll just position myself to get ready to keep chopping boar. Sounds good. There's actually one that looks like it might be headed in your direction, and then there are two that are currently on Isaac. Uh, at the end of guard's term... Uh, mm-hmm. I am going to have Isaac 
Uh, roll me a lock check, please. Uh, Hooper muffins. Ooh, 19. Oh. Ooh, all right. On a 19. That's good, right? On a 19. On a 19. <laughs> uh, you kind of shift your foot back, and you, you, you feel something kind of come up from beneath you as if it's like the forest itself is trying to grab at your ankle but instead of tripping and falling on your face you balance yourself lean in and throw this axe down into the boar immediately in front of you uh go ahead and roll an attack damage for me please i meant to do that all right um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh that's seven damage uh, you just put this axe into this thing's skull, cleave it into, and it dissolves into flowers into the ground. I'm high. I'm high. <laughs> this is what being high is. This is, this is. These are drugs. I'm doing drugs right now. <laughs> June. Uh, you are, I believe, two turns away. Uh, are you doing anything to prepare? For what you might find here. Um. Do do do. Yes. Um. She is. Uh. She has her darts. Mm-hmm. In her. Like laced through her fingers. Yep. As she's as she's running. Yeah. Cool. Ooh. Excellent. Uh. Fantastic. All right. That's down to one more turn. We have one boar. Uh, that is going to try to charge guard. Uh, guard it does has advantage on its a, attack. Yes, it does. Uh, does a 22 hit? Is that a question you ask a level 2 character? Uh, right? <laughs> uh, yes, it lo- a 22 does hit. Okay. Uh, you take two points of poison damage. Ooh. Okay. Ew. Guard is resistant to poison damage, so I shall take one point of poison damage. This boar lands, like, gets its hooves up on you, lands, um, and just sinks its teeth into you, right? Like, finds, like, a, like, a, like, a a way, like, around the ceramic and kind of clanks off of it a little bit. But you can kind of see that its gums dissolve into this, like, roiling kind of dried blood color of like just etherealness, right? Like there's a there's a there's a there's a wispiness to the form of this thing uh that sinks into your arm uh and you take if you're resistant one point of poison damage. Does it does does it look the same as the the thing the veins I saw over the the grave? It's not terribly dissimilar. Okay. It's like you would make that connection the same way you just said it out loud, right? Like, okay, maybe, right? Uh, all right, that is that boar, and we are back up to Harissa. All right, get him, <laughs> get him. Uh, so there's one on top of guard, more or less, at the moment, and there's one on top of Isaac. And there is, yes, there is one on top of Isaac. It is the Harissa. You have it marked. It's the, it's the monk. That's the one that I've got marked. Okay. Yes. Because um, yeah, there were two on Isaac, weren't there? And Isaac just killed yes, one. Yes, and Isaac just killed one. Yes. Right. Um, completely on purpose. Completely on. <laughs> I 
Um, right, stop fucking around. And she's just going to um, just whip an arrow straight into the one um, that's in front of Isaac. Okay. Um, let's, I don't think she's going to do sharpshooter. I think she's just going to do, yeah, bulk. Do attack. This roll time. Uh, 17. 17 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. With Hunter's Mark, please. Eight. Eight damage. You, uh, you swing this thing in the arm and he <laughs> falls kind of back, staggers out of boar form uh, and leans against his glaive for a second, <clears throat> sets his jaw. All right. Well, this is um, pretty much exactly how I expected this interaction to go. Cool. Good, <laughs> and great. As he says that, he claps his hands and another boar appears, uh, this time behind Arissa. Oh, oh no. Isaac, your turn. Isaac's gonna focus on whatever's near Arissa. So, okay. If, if one just appeared by her, he's gonna attack that one. Uh, if you take a step away, you're gonna get an opportunity, potentially an opportunity. To oh, the, the dude's still on me. I'm he's sorry. He's still on you. Yep. Okay. Yeah, then, yeah I, I, I guess he'll, he'll just go after this guy. Okay. Stop clapping grass ball around were those words you just said was that even a sense like a uh, you're a talking pig i don't believe <laughs> this isn't real you're not real. 16 a 16 hit. does hit yes okay. <laughs> after getting walloped by this dude i think i was gonna start taking it serious a bit and yeah. hit him a little bit harder okay uh isaac what does this look like basically isaac with just ridiculous uh, uh, speed mm. um come down with this chopping move and you kind of like thinly kind of like how heat uh you see heat moving on very very hot days i like the shimmer you see you see that type of um air basically split from where he chops into this or guy and how much damage do you do uh it's just 12 <laughs> that roll. 12 damage is not nothing at these levels, mm-hmm. my friend. You get him in like the haunch. And I think he just kind of looks at you. An oath? <sighs> and then. Yeah. yeah, oath to kick your ass. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> is that it from Isaac? Yes, that's it. Wonderful. June, I need you to roll me a luck check. Oh. You're doing great, June. 11. Uh, It's not not bad. An 11. On an 11, you see a gecko. Crooked head. Point slightly off of your course. (laughs) And then disappear. I'm going to take that as a sign. <laughs> June, you see, <laughs> you see the battlefield. You see the Elderwood cops. The tree is down. There's a stump. You see that Isaac has his axe coming through the red robes of the Sandal Man. You see two boar. You see one on Harissa and one on guard. Uh, you will be able to act on your next turn with advantage on everything Yay! you try to do. Use it wisely. Hell yeah! Nice, nice. You then see the monk say an oath and vanish. 
and he reappears 30 feet in the air on a high bough of a standing elderwood. And he pulls a spear out, looks around, stabs it into the tree for ready access, claps his hands together, and begins casting a spell on the elderwood stump. Guard. It is your turn. You said Sandalman is 30 feet up in a tree? Yes, he is. As is June, by the way. Guard is going to look down at the boar that is, uh, like, biting onto him. Yeah. You are no boar. And then with his hand, with his free hand, he's going to reach down, pull out a hand axe, and try to huck it at the, uh, at the, the, ha- the, the robed man in the tree. Hell yeah, roll it. Uh, can you reckless yes. attack with uh, I don't think you can. Can you reckless attack with uh, Not with ranged weapons. No, okay. Well, it's gonna miss. A ten. Yeah, a ten misses. You see the hand axe stick in the tree and he kind of looks down and says I'd be more upset about that if I didn't literally just do the same thing with a spear honestly. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I think that'll, that's my turn pretty much. Wonderful. Uh, great. All right, June, you're finally here. What do you do? Uh, okay. She's gonna pause in her tree and quickly scan. There's a boar on Harissa. There's a boar on guard. Uh, you see that the camp has largely been cleared. Uh, and you mm-hmm. see that the Sandalman is on a 30 foot branch casting some magic. 30 feet up, mm-hmm. but how far from me? 40 feet. Do you have step of the wind yet? No. Third third level? I, yeah, I think that's third level. Fuck me. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, oh, no, 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 no. I do, I do. I do you do I have do. step of the wind. Okay. I do. Uh, step of the wind gives you uh, dash sick. as a bonus action. I will say that you can take an 80-foot circuitous route around the trees to get to him. Okay. She's going to look straight at Redbro, go, you asshole. And spend spend a a bond uh, to do Step of the Wind to leap from her tree to get over, get down or around. Your training with your mother and the bond that you all shared comes immediately back. And you are just like air running on these branches as you rush over to the Sandal Man and you get to him. What do you do? Immediately, uh, oh, you had to try to hit him. So I, yeah, I do. But I, so I have my darts in my hands. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give that to you as a reaction, as a ready action. Okay. Uh, as a ready. So action. go ahead and make a uh, a ranged attack. We'll say that that just happens okay. while you're running over. And do I get advantage on that? Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first what? one is a 17. Uh, that hits. Five points of damage. Five points of damage on this guy. Wonderful. Uh, he just takes it. He no-sells it. <laughs> Bastard. You. You. What? Me? What? And she looks down at the sandals and looks back up. You messed up the front of my house. You brought orange paint into my home. Oh, you're the girl from the general store, huh? Uh, was that you who who painted on the general store? Listen, 
you're about to hit me with a staff. I don't think we should be having this conversation. And she's gonna... She's gonna... Why does everybody know this guy? Smack him with her quarter staff. Uh, go ahead. Roll. With advantage. Okay, good. Because that first one was a one. And the second one was a 20. That's uh, eight points of damage. Eight more points of damage. All right. Very good. Uh, you say, you see, like, literally as he's saying it, you thwack him upside the head with the staff, and he, oh, oh, fuck me. All right, all right. Uh, and that is going to be June's turn. That is movement action and bonus action. Uh, we have a boar on guard. Guard does a 13 hit. No. We have a boar on Harissa. It's a nat one. Harissa, this boar launches at you and fully misses. I'm going to say it's prone in front of you. Nice. Uh, And Harissa, it is your turn. Making bacon. Making bacon. Making bacon. Yeah, I think while it's prone on the floor, she's just going to do like, try and do a point blank, basically. um, Okay. Into it. Uh, I'm assuming a 20 hits. Yeah. And seven damage, because she doesn't hurt. Oh, no, ten damage, beg your pardon. Um, you absolutely kill this Yes! Thing. Yes! yes. Uh, what does that look like? Um, I think uh, as it lunges at her, and she kind of just, like, steps uh, out of the way, um, and it kind of trips, I seem over itself, and kind of, like, falls to the ground, she's just going to kind of pull her bow and just literally at its temple, just shoot it yeah. straight. Just... And as you do, you see vines reach out, grab the arrow, and get sucked in by the force of it, and it just collapses into the ground into flowers. Huh. And she's just going to kind of back away (laughs) from the spot, Um, and they're just kind of like... As you back away, Uh you bump into another boar. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, June, you see Sandalman glance down, see that Harissa kills one, and just. And another one pops up. What What the fuck? What is that? What the fuck <laughs> stop, is yeah, that? stop clapping your hands. I've been telling It's magic. What do you want? <laughs> Y'all ain't never what? seen magic before? What the hell? <laughs> magic isn't real. You're not real. Stop clapping your hands. I, I'm real enough. Do you want me to kill this girl? Prove that I'm real? I'll do it. I'll kill her. I don't care. I'm not afraid. I'll fight your dad. <laughs> I'll fight your dad. Come at me. Uh, Isaac, it's your turn. <laughs> Craig is laughing. Isaac does not like what was just said. Um, but see, uh, the one that just reappe- just appeared? Yeah, behind um, Harissa. Behind Harissa. Uh, he's going to turn and slash at that one. All right. He can't, he can't climb trees. Ooh, 23 to hit a yeah, go ahead and roll damage. ghost boar. Ooh, buddy. Uh, 10 damage. All right. Uh, you pop him into non-existence. Uh, as as he, the axe comes down, he looks at Harissa. Lay one of those arrows right between his nasty forehead for me, would you? You got it, boss. It is back up to the monk, and he says... All right, Axe it looks like you're probably going to be the bigger deal here. Excuse me? Kid, hey, you like the woods, right? You like the trees and shit? Of course I do. Hold this for me. Uh, and he takes his spear out of the tree, clasps it in both hands, 
thumps it against the branch that he's standing on, and you see the sprout of an elder wood split the stump in half. And it begins to grow up and out. Ten years worth of growth in six seconds. And the spear is vibrating, and he offers it to you. Uh, This did that? Are you going to hold it or not? She grabs it. All right. Uh, June, as long as you stay holding this thing and focus concentrated on this spell, the tree will continue to regrow. Oh, fuck. Really? (laughs) No. (sighs) That's sick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How focused are we talking? Uh, you cannot use actions or reactions. You can only move and take bonus actions. Imagine the oh. DC being your love of nature. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what is your price? <laughs> what is your DC? What is your saving throw? How much you love this wood? Damn, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the look at all of your faces is delicious. I live for it. Guard! Uh, you see the monk disappear and reappear back on the ground uh, at the foot of that tree. Guard is going to look down at the boar that's still chewing on his arm and just sort of like tear his arm from the boar. Uh, completely ignoring it. It's not a real animal. Um, and he is going to, ch- sort of dragging his axe behind him, charge the... Uh, opportunity uh, attack from the bar. Go for it, baby. Yep. Does a 17 hit? Of course. <laughs> you take one point of poison damage, half to a half, rounded up to a point. All right. <laughs> I love fire Guard just charges forward, <laughs> dragging his axe behind him, and at the very end of his uh, run, swinging it over his head, um, pre- trying to bring it down on the uh, on the sandal man. All right, go ahead and roll uh, recklessly if you'd be uh, so inclined. There is no other. There's no other way to do it. Mm, that's gonna miss. I think twelve. Uh, twelve does miss. As cool. a matter of fact, uh, he dunk, clanks it off of his glaive and says, "Huh." Exactly. <laughs> the hell are you? Uh June, we get to your turn. Uh what what do you do? You've got this staff that is currently regrowing <gasps> the spear that is currently regrowing the elderwood tree. Sam and June are becoming the same person at the moment. Um okay. She's gonna hold the staff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, Craig, God. you're way too happy about. Because that. that's, that's what you want. That's what Thanks. you want. <laughs> so good. And <gasps> we move in initiative order. The boar does an 18 hit Isaac. Just hits. Okay. This thing plows into you for four poison damage, sinking its teeth into your shoulder. Ah! Right. How's Isaac looking? Isaac's fine. Yeah? Yeah? Isaac okay? All right. Everybody sees that Isaac is trying to no-sell what are very, very bad injuries here. Uh, Harissa, it is your turn. Uh, There's a boar on Isaac. There is the 
the monk on guard. And June is in a tree trying to regrow the elder world, which, by the way, <laughs> fuck, is now much taller, much bigger. That round did a lot. It's now 20 years of growth. Oh, Isaac, Isaac's going to look oh, at you that, that. and say, I gave you an, I gave you an order. Um, she's going to take, uh, she's, I, what Harissa's going to do, um, in her language, she's going to call out to the monk and just say, um, my grandmother told me it was bad luck to strike a monk. Do not make me do it. I mean, it's probably bad luck in that I will be angry. <laughs> And that's not good for you or anybody else, honestly. <laughs> oh, he understood her? Yes. No, you know what she's going to do? She is going to do, um, she'll kind of aim her shot at the monk. And then last second, she's going to fire at the boar in front of Isaac. Um, okay, go ahead and roll for me. I am going to use. I'm going to give you advantage on that just because that's very true to the character. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you inspiration, but burning it so you're, you can get advantage you. on this attack. Uh, I'm going to use sharp sh Yeah, I'll use sharp shooter. You have advantage, you might as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 21. A 21 absolutely hits. The boar <laughs> explodes into just like, <laughs> flowers. Confetti. <laughs> Isaac, you see Harissa disobey a direct order. Yeah. Uh, he, he slams the shield into the ground, doesn't even look at her, and just starts Turning uh, towards the monk. Okay. The monk, staring down guard, says, Ah, fuck me. Yeah, I should have seen that coming. All right, here we go. And he claps. Ah! And you all see... <laughs> giant weasels. One by June, one by Isaac, and one by... Carissa. Oh no. Uh, Isaac, it is now your turn. Uh, yeah, after that, he turns to Harissa. When I give you an order, you follow it, and then he's gonna slam down on the weasel in front of him. Uh, does a 14 hit these things? Yes. Uh, that's only six damage. Uh, this thing kind of takes a clip, but is just circling you now, is very upset, still up, still on its feet. Uh, just, just shielding Harissa, basically. Okay, so you kind of fall back into Harissa, and now two of them are sort of encircling both of you. Can I say, well, uh, when, like, um, Isaac gets sort of, like, maybe, like, back-to-back -back with, with Harissa, she's going to kind of, like, uh, sort of, like, turn a little bit and just, like, Isaac, I couldn't... I can see how badly you're hurt. I couldn't let it stay. Nothing. Nothing. And the monk sort of looks at guard and says, Listen, um, you're fascinating. Didn't think I was going to see one of you. Bye. And Misty steps <laughs> over to Isaac and is going to swing on him. No! Roll that in front of the board. That's a 14. I'm assuming that misses. Uh, Isaac grabs the glaive. Ooh. In front of Florissa, and he just headbutts the dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, amazing. 
you grab him, you go to headbutt him. Uh, he pushes off, gets his glaive back. <sighs> Honestly, I... You're doing great, kid! Up to June. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I feel all sorts of things and mostly hate for you. Guard, that is your turn. Guard is going to look up at June, and he's going to say, I am not sure we should trust his magic. Um, and then Guard is going to turn on his heel, charge towards the uh, charge towards Sandalman, uh, and try to bring his axe down on Sandalman. Um, and um, I, in the process, he is also very actively trying to put himself between Sandalman and Isaac. <gasps> that was almost a natural twenty, but it's still a twenty-two. Oh. Still a twenty-two. Oh. Twenty-two you, hits. So you moved, and I was like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's okay. Still hits, still hits, still hits. Uh, bad damage, though. Um, s- six damage. Six damage. All right. June. The tree's coming back. The magic's working. How, bi- uh, working. how big is it? Is it about, you know, 20% of its growth when you showed up here this morning? June, it could be bigger. It could be a bigger tree. <laughs> <laughs> where 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 is Sandalman? Uh he is currently in the fray. There are two weasels encircling the cluster of Sandalman guard Isaac and 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 Harissa. They're all just like right there. And there's a weasel on you, by the way. She's gonna say I'm fucking tired of your shit. This is not helping. And I'm going to throw the spear at, pull it out, mm-hmm. and chuck it at Mr. Sandalfux. Right, go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> that was almost a nat 20. Oh. It was a 12, though. A 12 misses. Oh. It was so close. Dang it. <laughs> Clear into the ground, and as you do, the sapling withers and dies. Oh, fuck. Uh, can I use my bonus action to, I want to swing my quarterstaff at the, yeah. at the, at, at the, the weasel. ferret. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The weasel. Absolutely. Go for it. I want to try to knock him out of the tree. Fuck. <laughs> so six. That absolutely misses. Uh, I just want to boop him. I just want to boop. We're doing boop. great, guys. Boop him on the snoot. <laughs> boop him on the snoot. Boop that snoot. Ah. <laughs> uh, this fucking weasel's not not happy. And now it is uh, the weasel's turn. I'm going to roll some stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, that a 10 is not going to hit anybody's AC. Uh, June, does a 13 hit yours? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, Harissa, does a 14 hit yours? I have a 14. Does yes, it does. One. Four. DM. Yeah. Interception. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Okay. Harissa, you take three points of poison damage. So it was going to be ten? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. That would hurt. Isaac just, uh, as it tries to sink its teeth into you, Isaac takes the shield and drops it down onto its neck. This thing kind of whips around disoriented, uh, but it did manage to get some fangs into Harissa. Harissa, it is your turn. Ah, bastard. Um, and she kind of like kicks it away. Um, and she 
this time is going to swing around and fire a shot at the monk. Does a 21 hit? A 21 does hit. Amazing. Yes. Yes. So it's 14 plus my hunter's mark. That's 20 damage. All right. Harissa, where do you put this shot? He's pretty close to us, isn't he? Uh, she's going to turn and face him, and just as eyes are constructed, she's going to pop it straight between his eyes. All right. Uh, you see this arrow. And he just stands there, like, stunned. He kind of staggers back, leans on the glaive. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, all right. Okay. I hate you all. Ugh. He pulls the arrow out. <laughs> oh, gnarly. <laughs> so god damn much. Maybe if you weren't such an asshole. <laughs> that was a lot of damage. She, I want everyone to know, Harissa, it went, it went against, like, there was just something so intrinsically in her that felt this was such the wrong thing to do, but she just, so it, it pained her to do it. I just want people to know that. Harissa. Yes. I need you to roll me a luck check. 14. You glance up and see... The branch that June and the weasel are on start to give way. Oh, hell no. June, you feel this too. You are closer to the actual trunk of the tree where you might be able to find stable ground. The weasel is further out along the branch. The weasels are all still alive. Holy crap. Cool. That means they all get extra attacks. No. No. <laughs> uh, Isaac, does a 19 hit? 19 hits. Isaac, does a 16 hit? 16 hits. Isaac, does an 18 hit? Oh, no, no, hit? no, no, no. The 19 and the 18 hit. The 16 does not hit. Cool. Yeah. You feel these weasels get in under the fight, and they both <laughs> latch onto your leg, and you take 15 points of poison damage. Uh, Isaac is down <gasps> and making death saving throws. Oh, Isaac. No. Please go ahead and do one of those for me. Oh, yeah. First death saving throw of the game. No. Uh, 17. 17 is a success. Wonderful. Uh, You all see Isaac go down, and he does not look good. Uh, The monk is going to look down at him. All right. Well, that works, too. Uh, And... He is going to take his first swing on Parissa for shooting oh. him. Oh, God. That is a natural 20. Oh, 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 oh Lord Harissa, <laughs> you take... I'm, I'm prepared to die. <laughs> 13. 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. Are you still up? Just... Okay, uh, then he's going to swing on you again. Oh, 
Two attacks. Ah. <laughs> oh. That is a nineteen. Yeah. 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 Thirteen points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Harissa, as you fall, you are not making death saving throws. Hey. This was non-lethal damage. Uh, and as he looks over at Isaac, he takes his glaive and boop, bops him on the forehead and then turns his attention away. Guard, it's your turn. Um, when Guard sees both uh, uh, Isaac and Harissa drop, his whole body kind of like... Almost like something Ooh. breaks a little bit in his brain for half a second. The coloring of his filigree flickers and changes to a deep, um, like a um, meridian red. Um, and he steps towards Sandalman. I do not know why you choose to slay my allies and leave me standing, but that is a mistake. I have seen the Grove of the Geckos. You are not the power here. Um, and then I'm going to try to save yes. with my axe. All right. Gecko power! <laughs> Gecko power! Gecko power! Uh, it's an I 18 to hit. Uh, that does hit, yes. Oh, God, these fucking rolls. What'd seven. Seven points of damage? Okay. Uh, you do seven points of damage, which is not nothing. As you hit him with your axe, and again, he's just starting to get covered in scars, right? He's got a gaping forehead wound. He has a you know, chunk missing out of his leg. You get him kind of across the lower abdomen here. He's looking pretty beat up. He looks at you and says, doesn't your back say I fight for the trees? No! Damn it! I, wait a minute. No! I thought... Doesn't it say guard is the best? Oh, no. no. This guy no, is now says officially a dick. It says yeah. I fight for the trees. I thought, this is not fighting for the trees. This is fighting explicitly against the trees, my friend. <laughs> when he he's says the that, the guard, the co- he's still raging, but the color's gonna, and he's gonna like put his head down a little bit as he realizes oh, that he was no. been lied to. God, you're still the greatest. Tighten the grip of his axe. (laughs) June, you're up. Uh, So my branch is breaking. Branch is breaking. Uh, How far am I from the ground? 30 feet. She's going to jump down from the tree. All right. Uh, Go ahead, roll me an acrobatics check. It's a 22. A 22. All right, yeah. On a 22, you basically slide down the trunk of this tree and take no damage but as you kick off the branch snaps and the weasel that was up with you falls to its death turning into flowers at the ground um i am gonna say that that's probably your my movement yeah it's definitely your movement uh i may also charge you a bonus action here but what what what, what do you want your action okay right on yeah uh, well, she wants to pull her quarterstaff around, yeah. slam it into the ground, and say, You! Me? Yes, you and me. Let's have a conversation. Stop this. You know what? Right now. You know what? You know what? We're going to have a conversation. He, you have managed to, it seems, convince him, I will ask you to make me a, per- a quick persuasion check. 
That one. <laughs> oh no. We're gonna have a conversation about this. You and I are gonna talk, but we're not gonna We're not gonna talk just yet. I've gotta have a word with your axe drummer first. And he slams his glaive into the ground. And June, you see a hazy darkness settle in over everything. He starts running in circles around this glaive, his legs kicking up into the air as he whips up this black dust cloud that then starts moving through the space. And you see he passes by Harissa and she gets whipped in. And then he passes by Isaac and he gets whipped in. And then he passes by guard and he gets whipped in. See just like the inside of a tornado in a movie from the 20s, right? Like there's just like leaves and like a weasel spinning around, right? There's cow somewhere in there. And you can occasionally see like Isaac's unconscious body just like pass you in this vortex. And it whips off into the forest. And June, you are left alone. Ha, ha, ha.